Can you elaborate more on the de-radicalization programs and what the difference is between them and between the committee that you are a co-chair on? So the committee is uh, an advisory committee. So it, it is not a program. It is really a committee composed of uh, different experts. And then, you, you know, you can see that on, on the website also. It is composed of different experts from different sectors that we we are here to think about the issue, to set important priorities in terms of policy, in terms of prevention, in terms of research planning and intervention to provide a kind of whole society efficient response uh, that is to the phenomenon that is also a non-stigmatizing response. De-radicalization programs actually don't really exist in Canada. They have kind of mostly existed in, in other settings, and Canada became to know about these programs. Some maybe small initiatives have existed, but these programs were developed in other settings, let's say. So de-radicalization program focus on changing the ideology, making somebody reject the ideologies that they used to have and adopt, you know, a kind of new way of thinking. And they have failed for many reasons. First of all, because uh, surpri not surprisingly, actually, because this is a very um, stigmatization prone phenomenon, most violently radicalized people from, let's say, religiously inspired radicalization have been put into de-radicalization programs, whereas people from let's say, extreme right-wing or violent right-wing have put into disengagement programs, which are programs that focus on disengaging them from the violence, but not necessarily from the ideology. And this is a huge political and ideological bias in the way we intervene with individuals because it sends the message that some extreme ideologies are bad and others are good. So that is one reason why de-radicalization program doesn't work. Other reasons why de-radicalization program don't work is that it takes a whole lot of time and energy to spend your time trying to change the way somebody thinks. It is their theory of the world. Uh, it is the, how they perceive how the world they're structured and how their life is structured. But however, if you focus on assisting that person in finding their right place in society, assisting them in any mental health issues that they may have, in finding a job, in constructing a social network if they are excluded and isolated, in uh, increasing levels of empathy, then you probably will help significantly reduce not only the violent potential, but also the importance of the ideology. So programs that actually work are programs that, like ideology can be the, I always say it's like the eggs in a cake. It would give a sense of meaning to all the other sufferings that the person is experiencing. And finally, it gives them like a purpose and a sense of direction. But if you reduce the causes of suffering, the social, the economic and the interpersonal causes of suffering, then you don't need that ideology anymore. And the person kind of steps away from the idea of, of violently justifying or violently fighting for, for a cause. So programs that work are really programs that are multi-sectoral, that are focused on reintegration or rehabilitation in certain circumstances, and on reducing and managing the, the suffering and any potentially related mental health issues 
that can push the individual, you know, to suffer from significant mental health problems that may push them to act out in a desperate way, you know, in a violent, desperate way. Mm. To summarize what you said, basically, that the program is intended to change the means by which uh, those individuals would want to express those ideologies. That's one thing. And the second thing is changing their circumstances that make them so entrenched and uh, so deeply involved in that ideology, right? Yes, right. And in a way, there are several initiatives that exist already in Canada or that will be implemented shortly that try to establish this kind of multi-sectoral collaboration between employment, housing, education, mental health, and security sectors to try to answer to those individuals' needs the way you have framed it very well. <laughs> 